Coming to you live from Kudu Studios with Vian Isaac. It's Sounds About Music. Sounds About Life. How to create a second album featuring Vian Isaac and guests. Hello, everybody. My name is Vian Isaac, and this is Sounds About Music, a podcast where I talk about the creation of my second album and the music industry in general. This week, I share some of my production techniques, production approaches. I also give a more in depth update on the album, where it's at. At the end of this podcast, I sum up three main focuses that I use to guide my production. So definitely stick around till the end. And as always, join my Album 2 Club if you want to listen to the full podcast by going to vianisaac.com slash soundsaboutmusic. I can't wait to share with you this week, and I hope you have a great, great weekend, and talk to you again next week, and join my club. Let's do it, yeah! So today I'm going to talk about an update with the album, and then... Later on, I'm going to talk about different production techniques because I work both as an artist and a producer. And as a producer, I work on a variety of musical styles, ranging from folk, very raw acoustic stuff to full-on, very edited and very involved dance music, and pretty much everything in between. So I've been working as a producer full-time probably for like five years now, Before that, I was producing in college for other people and then mainly producing my own music as well. So I'm excited to kind of share some of my thoughts on different types of music and how I approach different styles of music. But first, I want to update you on what's been going on for the last couple of weeks. So I took a break last week. It was Easter. I went to Colorado and hung out with my family In the mountains, it was just absolutely beautiful, absolutely relaxing. And now I'm back. And in those two weeks, I've really just been pushing forward with the album. I have seven tracks fully completed with an eighth one, probably about a half half day away from being completed. So that's eight tunes and I'm still kind of finding my way when it comes to the overall theme of the music. So I've got eight fully mixed, fully completed tracks or seven with the eighth one almost done. And I'm not quite sure how many more I'm going to do before I decide, okay, I'm ready to release. Part of me is also feeling that in today's musical world, fans are hungry for new content all the time. So Whereas maybe in the past you could release an album every three years and sort of ride that album out for three years. It is no longer the case, really. I almost approach music in the same way that YouTubers approach video content in that you really want to create a periodical sort of schedule where you release music, you know, whatever you end up deciding, if it's every two months, every month, every six months, whatever it is. But people's attention spans, it seems like their attention spans are a lot shorter. So, so I've, I've been thinking a lot about that and just thinking about what makes the most sense. I think part of my brain is still stuck on the old music industry where you build up a ton of hype for one thing. And there's a lot of artists that do that. And I think a lot of artists that probably have the resources to, to do that. 
I think what's made sense for me in the past and what's sort of been successful for me is releasing things over a set period of time, whether it's every two weeks, every month, every two months. So I have eight done, and now I'm sort of debating what makes the most sense, if I should just start releasing or if I should finish the project fully, and then once I have all the songs, I'll kind of have an idea of how to structure it how to structure their order, how to structure the story I want to tell, and then still release periodically, but have a full and completed idea before I do that. I was playing some of the songs to Sarah Jane from Juniper Vale a few days ago, and she remarked on a comment that kind of struck me and surprised me about my new approach to this new album. She said, you sound really free. And I sat and thought about that, for quite some time trying to figure out in what ways she meant because initially I think I understood that yes I'm more willing to try different things but I think it goes a little deeper than that for me I think throughout my teenage years and then early 20s I was really trying to impress and I was also really trying to be somebody that I wasn't in the sense that I was creating art based on people that I idolized or artists that I loved. And I think this is very normal at first. You emulate what you love. So I was emulating and mimicking aspects of a lot of artists that I admired. And, you know, maybe not to the point where I was, like, copying them exactly, but at least to the point where I didn't really fully have my own voice yet. And I think Northern Anthems was the development of my voice. Because I think near the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm starting to realize if I start removing all the artists I love out of the sounds and I sort of broaden my perspective a little bit, I can sort of arrive at a point where perhaps I'm not constrained by what I think is cool, so so to speak. So with this second project, with this second album, I am still listening to a lot of music that I love and using ideas and concepts from other artists and building on them. But I think my range of artists that I'm listening to and looking at has really expanded. And some of the things I'm doing I'm sort of trying different things that maybe would not traditionally be looked on as commercial things to do. I think that's maybe also the biggest development in my artistic career is that I'm maybe diving more into what I actually feel and what I actually think, even if what I feel and think may not be popular. I think maybe that's the biggest way in which I feel more free is I'm going to say what I feel, say what I experience from my perspective and let it be no matter what people say. Or that's maybe something that I have done before, but always been careful. Oh, what will people think? Maybe I shouldn't be too intense about my opinions and about my experiences because my goodness, what will people think? And I think that maybe is going away. I think it's probably something with age that just starts 
going away. Um, also just realizing that no one really knows what's going on. So my opinion is as good as anyone's and true to me and to my experiences. So, so that's kind of what I'm diving into. And that's a very freeing place to be, to say, okay, I'm going to say what I want to say and be how I want to be, or maybe just be how I am, come what may, and really stick to the truth of that. Maybe pursuing what I know to be true for myself more fully. It's so strange. I've been listening to a ton of philosophers, psychologists, and what have you. And what I'm learning and realizing is it seems to me that the more truthful I am with myself and where I'm at, the more free I become. So it's really the classic saying, the truth shall set you free. I think that I always sort of conceptually had a vague idea of what that meant. You know, it's just one of those spiritual sayings that I was like, okay, that that is probably true. But I am sort of experiencing instances where the truth of my life or the truth of where I'm at really helps me navigate where to head to moving forward. And so maybe my internal truth is kind of like a compass. And if I'm telling myself stories that are not true, then it's like having a faulty compass. And it's interesting because it's all an internal process. So it's not as if I'm wanting to push my truth onto other people. But what I'm learning in my life, and then it translates over into music, is if I follow and try to decipher what really is true about where I'm at and what I'm experiencing and vocalize that and speak that truth, then it helps me in the sense that it guides me to where I need to be next. And it's a very hard thing to do. So um, I'm just starting to kind of dive into it, but I never really paid it any mind. I never really paid any mind to the idea of truth. I mean, obviously, I, I was like, okay, tell the truth. But maybe I never really took it that seriously. I was like, okay, tell the truth. But I didn't really understand why or how it can really improve my life if I tell the truth. And so now that's become a huge focus in my music and in my life is the attempt to be real with myself. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to use sounds from artists that I love or write in a style that I admire, but maybe it'll help me just be more real with myself when I do that. Instead of trying to convince myself that I'm creating something original, maybe I can be satisfied with creating something that was authentic to me in the moment even if it sounds like someone else or even if it uses a cliche. So that's kind of where I'm at with that idea of creating art in a more free way. I would really recommend reading the book Magic by, or Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. That book has really altered my perspective on being a creative individual. And it doesn't even mean that you need to be doing it full time. 
just what it means to create as a human being. Another book that I'm that I've read and I'll probably reread is uh, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. And a lot of concepts in there really focused in my view on how my life can be better if I pursue truth and meaning over happiness and impulsive pleasures. So anyway, that's that when it comes to the album progress and sort of where I'm at philosophically approaching the album and creating these songs. I'm sort of, I just kind of can't wait to get them out. I'm like pushing to get them done because I think I really enjoy the release and the marketing process. And I love the creation process too, but as the whole thing's coming together, I'm like, man, I can't wait to play these to people. So so now I'm going to dive a little bit into different modes of production. And I think, first of all, I want to talk about... This has been the first half of episode nine of Sounds About Music. If you want to listen to the full episode, go to vianisaac.com slash soundsaboutmusic and become a member of my Album 2 Club. You get behind-the-scenes footage, demos, and the full episode of every week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week.